Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. And uh, today, our guest is Paul Barbo. Thanks for being on the show, Paul. Hey, thanks for having me, Whitney. Now, Paul is a full-time uh, multifamily real estate investor. He's focused now on finding deals and raising money for syndication. Uh, he closed his first deal in August of 2018, which is a 32-unit apartment complex, uh, and was with the help of some creative financing that, that we want to get into a little bit. And uh, currently, he's in the process of uh, syndicating, learning the syndication business, and, and growing his portfolio and doing larger deals. has a 57-unit coming up that I'm looking forward to talking about also. Paul, uh, before we get into that, give us a little more about your background and and how you got into real estate and why uh, real estate syndication. Yeah. Okay. So um, I guess I started out like many people in the world. Uh, I went to school and got a full-time job and um, I kind of started looking around thinking, you know, what do I, what do I want to do next? You know, is it going to be working 40 years until retirement? And, uh, you know, the same job or, or whatever. So I started looking at ways to retire early. And basically one way that, that intrigued me was, was going to be real estate. So buying rental properties, you know, maybe buy one or two per year, uh, until I had enough built up that, that I could retire early. And so I, the first thing I ever bought was a duplex and it was an absolute disaster. And it was actually, uh, I live in Nashville, Tennessee now. This was in North Carolina where I was working at the time. And I moved back to Tennessee trying to manage a duplex on my own from afar. And uh, like I said, it was a disaster. Um, I tried to sell it. It took about six months to sell it on the, on the market. So anyway, it was, a, it was a, bad, a bad start, but it did give me the confidence to, to move forward in real estate. And um, in the meantime, I had bought a house that I was living in and I sort of fixed it up and it was kind of a live-in flip uh, here in the Nashville market. And once I got the project that I was on for work, I was a construction project manager, was winding down and I thought, well, this would be a good time to see if I can make real estate happen for me full time. So I thought that was going to be flipping houses. I sold my house that I was living in, finally sold my duplex and um, moved in with my parents and with the intent that I was going to find my next flip project. Well, that never came around and I spent uh, the better part of six or eight months looking for a flip deal or some rentals that I could buy and was, and I was, I was not doing very well and um, all of a sudden I, I I was doing some direct mail advertising, looking for flip properties and, and also looking for, for rentals that I could buy with say little, no money down. And, um, I ended up with a, in a relationship with a broker who brought me a 32 unit uh, apartment complex. And he said that the owner was willing to own or finance a piece of it. And so 
I've been I've been learning about you know how to take down deals, and I thought when he said owner financing, bells and whistles and stuff were going off in my head, thinking, uh, "Wow, I know what to do with this." You know, if the if the if the cash flow is right, I can go to the bank and potentially get a lower down payment on this deal. And so I ended up I ended up bringing ten percent money down, and the owner financed thirty five percent, and I went to the bank and got a loan for 55%. And um, so that was a, that was a great, great first deal for me. Um, The only thing was it was 32 apartments up to that point. I would never see myself owning 32 uh, of anything. And uh, so I had to get over that mental hurdle of being able to own that much stuff. And uh, basically all I have to say to people is, you're going to need help. You can't do that on your own. And so um, there was a manager and a maintenance guy that were there working part-time. I was able to keep them on and the transition was actually very smooth. And um, so anyway, that was, and I guess when you look at 32, I went from two to 32 and you look around and you say, wow, um, it's pretty easy now to go to a hundred or 200 or whatever, the only thing wrong is um, I'm out of money. And so you have to find a way to, and so here I am kind of twiddling my thumbs going, what am I going to do next? Um, I'm out of money, basically. And um, so I said, uh, I wrote down a goal to myself for my next, I was going to learn about how to syndicate real estate, and I was going to try it out. Uh, extremely nervous about it because you're basically raising money from people that trust you with the money, trust you with their money. Maybe it's their savings or their kid's college fund or what they have to retire with. And um, so I had another deal come along in the market where I work, which is uh, Southern Middle Tennessee. And I had a relationship with the owner and he said, um, Hey, I think this thing is coming up for sale. And I said, well, I don't have the money, but I've, I know that there's something called syndication where I can raise the money from different people. And, uh, let, let me give that a try. And so, uh, you know, I kind of, I told him to give me a few days to, to see how it was going to work out. And I called some of my connections and, uh, and I was able to, able to get a good commitment, got it under contract. And, um, that's the next deal is 57 apartments. And, uh, it looks like we're going to close after the first of the year. Wow. That, this is an impressive story. I mean, a lot of, you know, you've done a lot in a very short amount of time and just made it happen. And I want to go back and ask some questions about some stuff you said, Sure. because you, you know, our, the listener can really relate to, to your situation and, you know, just getting started in this business. And, and, uh, and so, you know, having the confidence to go from a duplex to going to 32 units, you know, when the duplex you said was a disaster, can you give us some examples of, you know, why was that a disaster? Well, the, the tenants that I inherited were not good at all. (laughs) They were actually relatives of the owner. And when I, when I inherited it, uh, it was kind of like the, the inmates were running the asylum. There was (laughs) The one side had a bunch of uh, uh, dogs that were pretty mean, and I could never get. I told him to clean up the yard, 
he didn't do it. So I tried to get back into the yard and clean it myself. Well, there's all these vicious dogs that were trying to get after me and stuff. And, and, uh, anyway, he quit paying his rent. I had to basically evict him. Um, he trashed the place like trash was probably this deep throughout the whole unit. And, um, you know, unplugged the refrigerator full of food and, you know, and let it sit for a week until I could get around to it. Just the nastiest things imaginable, basically. And, uh, so I really had to have a heart to heart with myself. Do I want to, is this the life I want to live cleaning out garbage, you know, with a shovel and, and chasing after, you know, people to clean their yard up and, and uh, get rid of their dogs. And, and also the, the tenant on the other side of the duplex did almost the same thing, left um, kind of in the middle of the night and said, oh, yeah, by the way, I moved out, left also full of garbage, unplugged the refrigerator full of food. <laughs> and so it was – but at the end of the day, I did – when I collected all the rents and everything, added all that up, I made like – a little money on it, just, just, just a little bit. But like I said, it was important. I feel like it was important because it gave me the confidence to know I could move on and know that I did not want to manage property on my own. I needed help. So, so let's talk about that just a little bit. Cause I, I hear many stories where people say they want to get into real estate. They buy, you know, a single family home duplex, something similar to that. And they have stories, many stories usually of just, horrible things that's happened, you know, while they own the property. And so, you know, their immediate response is, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want any, any more rental property. This is horrible, you know, but, but for you, you know, you've seen it as a learning experience. So you gain confidence from it. Tell us about, you know, how did they give you confidence to go to a 32 unit? You talked about the management. Maybe you can elaborate on that a little bit. You know, why, why 32 units after two units was horrible? I knew that I was going to need help. and. You know, when you start, when you get above one, uh, one unit, two units, fourplex, a lot of people like to start with a fourplex or, or something. It's, you've got enough scale to where management starts to make a little more sense. And then also, I like having all of my units in one neighborhood because I can control the neighborhood, right? You know, you can have a junky neighbor move in next to your single family home. But if you have somebody that you don't like in your apartment complex, you know, you can get rid of them. And um, and I, I will tell you this, it is easier to manage 32 than it was two. And I know it's I've heard that before and it's hard to believe, but uh, it really is. But like I said, you do, you need help, you know. I would not want to uh, to to have to to manage thirty two units on my and then also for me it's a lot easier to have somebody in between me and my tenants because I'll be honest if I had somebody that came to me with a sob story oh I can't feed my kids this month because uh, you know my rent we accept late rent payment and all that it's tough for me to say no it's a lot easier for me to have somebody to enforce those policies. It's a third party, if you know what I mean. Of course. 
It's a lot. It's a business. I, I like the business aspect of larger, you know, apartment buildings and and dealing with professional management companies, you know, who are used to having they have these processes in place already. Right. Take care of those. Take care of those problems. So especially for your your syndicators that are looking at you know, hundred units or more, you know, you're going to have professional property management. You're definitely not going to be the person that's there uh, having to do that. So. Um, you thought you, you thought you would start flipping houses, but you you know you moved on to the apartment building, and you know you said you had that relationship though with a broker who brought you the thirty two unit. You know how did you? All of us you know you know want those relationships with the right broker, right? So you know tell us about how you cultivated that relationship, and you know to be able to get them to bring you that thirty two unit. There's another guy that I'd met in my area that does. Um, I guess mid-sized multifamily, he'll buy 30, 50 units at a time and fix them up. And I took him to lunch one day and this broker showed up and the broker was, you know, kind of asking me questions, you know, sort of like, how much money do you have? And, and all that, which is, which is kind of a, you know, it's, you don't want to just say, um, I'm broke because they're definitely not going to bring you any, any deals. Right. And I feel like that's a challenge that everybody has when they're starting out. So why would they want to do business with me? And so I kind of said, well, you know, I've, I've got some money and I've got some other people that might want to partner with me and stuff. And basically I got his phone number and I just kept pestering him. Um, hey, have you got any deals? Uh, you know, I might, might not, you know, call me back in a week or two. And, and uh, so I'd call him back and just chit chat. And then, um, and so one day he said, I might have something coming up and uh and it, it was it was funny because he i had driven by this property it's very close to where i grew up um in my hometown Tullahoma, tennessee and um i'd driven by this property thousands and thousands and thousands of times and um but he wouldn't tell me where it was so he said meet me over here at the gas station and i'm gonna take you to it and you know he basically drives right back towards where I grew up to this property that I'd seen a thousand times and never thought about it at all. Cause I just, honestly, I thought it was just too big for me to take down. So no, no way, Jose, why would I look at that? You know, but anyway, so I said, after he showed it to me, uh, he gave me the numbers and the owner financing bit, you know, I was like, let's give it a shot. And, and it worked out, but yeah, the broker, like I said, I guess advice to people that are having trouble getting traction with brokers, it's it's tough. It really is. It's um like I said, you gotta follow up and um take them to lunch, go to meetups where they're gonna be and just and basically just build build it, build the relationship. So you went from, from two to thirty two units, you talked about okay now you know, you're out of money, right? I mean, to be able to purchase large buildings and, and so you want to, you know, syndicate uh, the next, next properties and tell us how, how you're educating yourself, you know, to know, know how to syndicate a property or large real estate, you know, commercial building. So I, uh, just wearing out the podcast, honestly, and books, anything I could get my hands on, um, looking on bigger pockets, great resource, biggerpockets.com. Um, and also their podcast, but, um, yeah, like I said, just listening, 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 reading, and, um, you kind of pick up, 
So you might hear about it. You might hear about, oh, syndication, the first time you hear about it, and you go, okay, well, that's made, that's a tool that I could put in my toolbox. But I really, like I said, listen to I listen to a lot of stuff just focused on that. And, okay, how do you, you know, find a deal that's going to work for syndication? That's one thing. And then also, you know, how do you get investors to have confidence in you? Okay, that's a challenge. You just have to... Um, you know, and I still, I'm still learning that my next deal, if I'm going to syndicate it, I've got to, you know, I've got to figure that out. So you've overcome many hurdles that, that a lot of people, they don't, you know, I mean, the, you know, that first duplex, most people wouldn't have got past that. So what, what would you say is the one thing that's contributed to your success to move on to, you know, the 32 unit and, and really push you to keep going and doing larger deals? For me, it was... The fear of sitting in an office or working, I guess, for somebody else for the rest of my life was greater than any of the fears that I've had in real estate so far. So it was kind of a sink or swim at that point. You know, I had, you know, I have, I had to make it happen. I still have to make it happen, you know, whatever, whatever that is. And so, um, I'll, I guess one thing that, that helps me move forward is, uh, I write down my goals. Uh, I'll have, you know, yearly goals. Where do I want to be this date a year from now? And I'll kind of break that into weekly goals. Um, and I guess as it pertains to real estate, you know, there's some things you don't want to do, you know, like, you know, cold call brokers, cold call some uh, multifamily owners. You know, I don't like doing that, but I know I have to do it to, to move on to the next step or, um, but like going to, I guess going to events and stuff like that, being around other people in real estate, I enjoy doing that. And so, and that's where you're going to make connections and, and also build confidence and anything that you're struggling with. There's somebody out there that can help you move yourself forward. So what would you say is the has been the hardest part of, of moving into the syndication business so far? Maybe something you foresee, you know, is it like raising the capital? Is it finding the deals or maybe something else, you know, other than that? Yeah. So I guess it's still tough for me to think about raising the money and it, it basically what happens if I lose this person's money? That's, you know, number one fear for me. And uh, luckily, with with my partner that I'm doing my first syndication with, he's a he's a savvy real estate investor, and he he helped me with being confident with the numbers. Him and I both stress tested, you know, different things with the deal. But um, if I'm raising money from a somebody that has no clue about real estate, then it's all that pressure is going to be on me to perform and and do well with their money. So that's, that's a big challenge. And then, uh, but also, like you said, finding deals, um, I feel like we're in a, we're in a, a tough time for that. There's not, there's not a lot of distressed real estate out there on the markets, you know, um, say like there was in 2013 or, uh, you know, 2008, 2013 timeframe with the recession. Um, so I, I'm almost to the feeling that, there's going to be some more, some, when the market cools down, that there will be deals coming up that I guess we're not seeing now. 
So what advice, you know, would you give to someone that's just getting started in the syndication business? I mean, you know, you're you're in it right now. You're kind of past, you know, probably many steps that most people are that are just starting. But what, what advice could you give to them? Uh, just um, keep going, you know, don't let don't let the doubt get in your way. Um, I tell you, if it was uh, it was a uh, it was a long, long several months when I'd moved in with my parents and I was, I was really unsure about my future, whether I was going to have to go back to work full time or not. Um, keep educating yourself. Um, wake up in the morning, take action. You know, like I said, it might take months. It might take years for you to gain traction, but, uh, no matter what age you are now, even if you're 60 years old, think about where you can be in 10 years with, even small steps every year. Um, and if you're in your twenties, uh, like I am, then you can, you know, the sky's the limit for your future, hopefully. That's awesome. So in your twenties, you know, you, you'll have what, uh, over 80 units. So that's, that's incredible. Congratulations to that. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, you know, tell, why don't you tell the listeners how they can learn more about you, Paul, or maybe get in touch with you. Uh, so I am on Bigger Pockets, Paul Barbo, P A U L B A R B E A U, and um, feel free to shoot me an email, Paul Barbo zero one at gmail dot com. Paul, you've been a great guest. I appreciate you uh, being on the show and really helping the listeners, uh, you know, overcome that that fear or uh, just gain confidence going from that two to thirty two units, even after uh, having some some struggles, you know, with those tenants and and getting them kicked out, evicted, and and but not quitting. And I, I appreciate you talking about that. And I hope the listeners will uh, connect with Paul and you'll go to our Facebook group and and you'll ask him questions so we can all learn this business together. And uh, reach out to me if I can help you in any way. Uh, go to the website, lifebridgecapital.com, and you can schedule a call. And uh, I'm happy to, to talk to you and, and see how I can help. And we will talk to each of you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.